Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. And as always, everyone, you guys know this is your only source for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money now in this new real estate boom. So what is the topic du jour today? Well, and what will it be probably for the next week or so? The uh, inevitable, as we predicted about a year ago, Zillow Trulia merger. We knew that there were merger talks going on. We've been telling all the coaching students to expect that to happen. So now what everyone wants to know is, how is that going to affect my real estate business? Today's radio show and probably tomorrow's radio show and maybe even Wednesday's radio show, we're going to focus on just that question. How will the Zillow-Trulia merger affect your business? Will it be good, bad, or does it really matter? So get ready to take pages of great notes. We're going to get into a great, frankly, more detail than maybe some of you want to hear about why this does matter. And frankly, if you are still stuck in the buying buyer leads hamster wheel, why this is the time, you know, maybe even better than any, to get the heck out of that hamster wheel before it's too late for you. So before we get to today's, uh, we wrote down seven points for today, and like I said, we're probably not going to get through all the points about the Zillow truly emerger. And uh, again, guys, the focus is going to be the impact that it has on your real estate business. Julie, anything interesting happening from your coaching schedule today? Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing a lot of... I would say, an increase in strategizing about listings okay, and how to handle them, how to price them, how to get full retail without overpricing because everybody's trying to, you know, everybody wants to ride that wave up and, you know, the market seems to be certainly healthier than last year. But, you know, what, what is that edge between overpricing, which really means you're overpromising, and then sitting on the market too long, adding too many days in the market, and then having to do a lot of price reductions versus pricing it so you'll probably get retail, but not so low that the seller says, well, you obviously underpriced it because I have multiple offers. So feeling that out and being really particular with your comps, I'm advising all of my private coaching clients that if you are even slightly a fish out of water on your next listing, you know, it's not in your neighborhood, it's not something that you're super familiar with, you really need to be doing a lot of previewing and, you know, knowing what you're signing yourself up for. Plus, it gives you a competitive edge if you can talk to your seller about the fact that you did take all of yesterday afternoon to preview each and every one of their competing properties. I'm curious, did any of the other agents mention that? You know, so that you are a better agent for them price-wise, but you're also a more competitive agent, and you're not over-promising and under-delivering. Makes total sense. And you know what, Julie? Those are the types of conversations that we're having, obviously, with all of our thousands of coaching students because why? The market's shifting. Everyone pay attention. If you haven't figured it out yet, the market is shifting. It's going to favor – it's going to be more neutral market uh, by the end of this year going into 2015. But before that happens, it's going to start in some markets feeling like a buyer's market. Not all markets, some markets. 
fact is, days in the market, check your MOS, is what? It is lengthening. Price reductions, they're starting to creep back in. I had coaching clients. Julie and I have a lot of the top agents in the country as personal coaching clients, New York, L.A., Florida, all these markets where everyone is hearing about these you know, multi-million dollar you know, sales, mm-hmm. sales and ridiculous cost per square foot in New York and yada, yada, yada. Well, I have these coaching clients, a lot of these guys, especially in New York City, they'll come to the coaching call, the first coaching calls, and they'll have this expectation that they're, everything in their market sells in 22 seconds with competing offers. Well, right. a little study of the MLS proves that what? We're seeing price reductions. We're seeing expired listings enter back into the mm-hmm. um, you know, enter back into the market. We're seeing a real bifurcation. That's a word that Julia introduced to the real estate industry a couple of years ago. In other words, a real distinct uh, dividing line between the haves and the have-nots. Never before in the 20 years that Julia and I have been paying attention to the real estate industry has there been such bifurcation of the agents who are doing business and those who aren't. It is really a, an incredible and I think in many ways, if I'm being honest, sad thing that's happening right now. There are no real low-end agents anymore. Low-end agents are the agents that are doing zero transactions. The middle-of-the-road agents are the ones that are, you know, doing a handful of tra- transactions and making on average about $29,000 a year, according to the National Association of Realtors. And then the top, say, you know, we like to say 1%, but realistically, it's the top 5%. They're doing almost all the transactions. It's always been a kind of a lopsided um, industry and that so few agents are handling uh, more of the transactions. But now what's happened is, is it seems like the rest of the industry is just kind of given up because now what we're seeing, it's really a fight between the buyer's agents and the listing agents. And if you guys haven't figured it out yet, if you plan on being in the real estate industry for any length amount of, any amount of time, and if you plan on making any real money in it, you've got to learn how to be a listing agent. The richest of the rich agents are listing agents. There are no exceptions that I've come across yet that proves that theory wrong. If you want to be successful in this industry at the highest level, you have to learn to be, how, be a listing agent. So again, truly a Zillow. Everyone's talking about it. Now that they're going to be, I don't know, what will they call it, Zulia? <laughs> I don't know. Like that, Everyone's yeah. worried about what impact that will have on the real estate business. And I'm here to tell you that, frankly, the, real, the impact on the real estate industry and probably on your business is going to be substantial, significant. And in some cases, it's going to mean the end of the way you do business. So we're going to be talking about that when we come back from this quick commercial break. According to the National Association of Realtors, only 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. If you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer, then you need one too. Not just any coach, but the leaders in coaching today, Tim and Julie Harris. Don't just take our word for it. Listen to what HGTV star and Atlanta top producer Colette McDonald has to say. Hi, my name is Colette McDonald, and I'm with Remax in Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to take a moment and give a shout out to Tim and Julie Harris. I've been a coaching client of theirs for the last four years. When I first started in this business 12 years ago, I was very successful, did a great amount of business, averaged between eight and 10 million a year. When I contracted with Tim and Julie to be my graduate level coaches, my production increased by 20% per year. I am now trending 30 million this year. That's amazing results over four years of working with Tim and Julie Harris. I highly recommend them. Tiger Woods has a coach. And why does he have a coach? 
because he can't see his swing. If you do what they tell you to, you will see huge results. I am living proof. Only Tim and Julie Harris provide powerful one-on-one coaching along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts, and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action now and visit us online at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. There's no risk, no obligation, just a free, personal, one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's market. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So the question is, is why is the Trulia-Zillow merger happening? And I'm not going to bore you guys and talk about all the insider trading and all the fact, you know, all the money that's being made by the founders of the company. And, and I'm not going to even say uh, anything other than I have, and Julie has, uh, a lot of respect, certainly, for Zillow and Trulia. What they have been able to do, and let's just be clear about this, and let's all be honest about this, is they were able to take a business model, essentially, that was created by Realtor.com, you know, Move.com, and they were able to make it better. Now, were they able to make it better because of why? Political infighting at NAR that kind of hampered Move.com and Realtor.com's ability to be competitive? Who knows why? The fact is, is that they did it. So they have built a beautiful, elegant, online you know environment for folks looking for a home that is congratulations they, that is a huge accomplishment so they deserve all to be fabulously wealthy and they are fabulously wealthy and you know if you want to research some of this on your own research it on your own but bottom line here is who cares they've done they, they set out to create a, a great business online and they did how did they do it well let's think about it what's the bottom line what does Zillow and Trulia use as the hook to get the tens of millions of views per month that they do. Simply, your listings. That's it. Your listings. At the end of the day, that's the reason that folks go to those sites, to look at homes for sale. Somewhere along the line, nobody let the real estate industry know that when we give away our information, when we allow it to be syndicated as whatever the term is, that we also lose control. Now, there's two sides to that coin, and again, the, decision, the, the horse is already out of the barn. Can the horse go back in the barn? Can the industry regain control of listing data? Not really. Probably not in the level that we ever were able to uh, to begin with. And I want to remind all of you, and a lot of you guys up in Canada, a lot of our Canadian listeners, you guys don't have to deal with all this. Why? Because U.S. listeners in Canada, frankly, they did it right. The Canadian Association of Realtors made, uh, and you guys can Google this, uh, realtor.ca, they made that, that a benefit to the members of their Canadian Association of Realtors. In other words, the uh, Realtor.ca doesn't sell leads back to realtors, doesn't do all these things that we have to deal with in the United States from the three big portals, all the ways that they're monetizing uh, listing agents' um, listings. So that doesn't happen in Canada. In Canada, they said, well, you know what we're going to do? is we realize all the political infighting and all the stuff that's happening, I, I'll call it listing agent abuse that takes place in the United States, and we're going to avoid it altogether. So if someone's a member of the Canadian Association of Realtors, we're going to give them um, the ability to advertise their listings on this site as 
as part of their membership. That's it. End of story. Nothing more to talk about. That's what we should have done in the United States, but we didn't. And so that allowed outsiders in. Now, that was seven years ago, so here it is, 2014. What do we do now? The bottom line is, guys, and here's the question. If you want to know whether this is going to have a good or a bad impact on your real estate business, if you're one of the roughly 67,000 realtors that are paying Zillow the roughly $300 a month, um, you know, do you think the lack of competition for Zillow that was coming from Trulia will be a good thing for your business or a bad thing? And you know, Trulia and I were going on a walk this morning, and I was thinking about how to present this information to you guys, because I didn't want to start talking about the different accounting methods, and I didn't want to talk about the fact that in Zillow, uh, the the founders of the company have, you know, one of them in particular is almost a billionaire from Zillow stock. I didn't want to bore you guys with all that detail because you know, honestly, it doesn't really matter. That's just how the system is set up and they've figured out how to exploit it and good for them. When my focus was, and Julie's focus is, and all of our coaches' focus is, well, what impact does this have on realtors? So I can't think of a single uh, thing that's going to happen that's going to be positive for, the na- for, for all of you guys because what's going to happen when there's less competition? So Julie and I are on our walk this morning, and we're talking about in our little town just north of Austin, there's really only one cable provider. You only have one choice when you want to basically get cable in your house or you want to get you know, an over, uh, uh, internet phone or whatnot for your house. One choice. So what does that mean to us as subscribers uh, to this particular company? Julie, can you help pass along this idea oh, here? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They'll get to you when they feel like it. They'll give you whatever service they feel like. Send whatever service provider. Half the time it doesn't work right. You're going to be on hold when you call. I mean, the, and why? Because they're not really competing with anybody. They don't have to. What are you going to do? Go somewhere else? Nope. So, so what's when hap- there's no competition, the quality typically goes down. So here's, what's, here's the interesting thing, and I was researching this for you guys today. I'm going, to get, I'm going to give you guys some, some interesting numbers here. Let me get to the pages where the numbers are. And I'm going to, then we're going to get into more of how this is going to affect you guys directly. So a few, you know, a random thought here. So listing agents, really, at the end of the day, are the only thing that's standing between the barbade, bar, uh, the Help me out here, Julie. Barbarians at the gate. Coffee. Yeah, there you go. That's it, listing agents. And if it weren't for the listing agents deciding where their, where their listings are going to be syndicated or not, it would be too late. So here's what needs to happen. And I'm going to give you guys a specific list, but I'm just going to touch on one of the things now. If you're a listing agent, and all of our coaching students are primarily focused on becoming listing agents, you need to really start questioning whether or not syndication, or in the case of you know, Zillow and Trulia and all the others, over-syndication really does make a difference in your business. Because by allowing your proprietary information, and that's really what it is, it's your work product. When you write a description, when you stage a house, when you do the video tour, when you do all that stuff, and then you just let the information be syndicated out there for free, you're giving away your work product. You are literally diminishing the value of what you do and the services that you offer. Can you imagine a doctor giving away his advice for free? Can you imagine any other professional in any other industry that has allowed something like this to happen? So as a listing agent, listen to what I'm saying, the change starts with you. Listing agents are ultimately the ones that are going to decide the direction of our industry at this point because, again, what appears to be happening is the buyer's agents, and what I mean by that, buyers who buy leads from Zillow and Truly and Realtor.com are dependent 
on being fed those leads. They're paying all this money for those leads, and they're, you know, frankly, many of them are thinking they're building a business around buying buyer leads. And the, and the fact is, is what's happening to the quality of those buyer leads? The quality of the buyer leads, despite the fact that, uh, you know, this merger is going to happen, you're going to see the quality of these buyer leads continue to decrease. As the quality of the buyer leads continue to decrease, what is the – I read an interesting study that was done or somebody that was commenting on this merger today. And this person was talking about the fact that she spent, I don't know, $5,000 a month with Zillow, and she gets on average of something like 60 or 70 leads um, per month. Okay, all right, you guys are doing the math in your head, hopefully a lot of you. Then the next question that came up was, okay, of the leads that you're generating, how many are actually closing? Then you did the math on it, and essentially she was spending 50% of all the money she was making on those leads that she was buying from Zillow. Is that really sustainable? What happens if Zillow decides to raise their rates ever so slightly? Then what happens to that realtor's income? So here's what's happening now, guys. In the industry right now, there's roughly a million agents, right? So roughly a million agents, and of those, it's widely believed that right around 300,000 of those agents can actually afford to run their businesses like a business. A lot of you guys who are in our coaching programs, you're one of those 300,000. And the, these are the agents that are either you know, making 50,000, 60,000 a year, or in many cases, they're making hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year. The agents who are actually real business owners is who I'm talking about. Well, of those 300,000 agents, right now, uh, Zillow has roughly 70,000 of them spending roughly $300 a month, or whatever their now monthly rate is, on buying buyer leads. A lot of people believe that they have reached a point where they cannot increase the number. So you guys are saying, well, Tim, 300,000 agents who can afford to buy a service like buyer leads from Zillow, why wouldn't they be able to capture more market share? Because just because there's more people, 300,000 agents that can afford it, doesn't mean there's 300,000 agents that will want to do it. What, what do I mean? Listing agents will not buy buyer leads. You guys will never find a strong listing agent, someone who has consistently 10, 20 listings, who will buy buyer leads. Why? Because buyer, uh, buyer's agents are the ones that buy buyer leads. Agents who list homes know that they have to beat buyer leads off with a stick. If you are using a great service like 800-Home Hotline, and you only have, say, five listings, and they're, let's say they're decent listings, you're going to get more buyer leads for free than you could ever possibly imagine. So many so, you're not going to even want to answer your phone. So why do agents continue to buy buyer leads from Zillow, Trillion, and Realtor.com? Julie, what do you think? Well, because they haven't developed other sources that are less expensive and more reliable. Yeah, that's the bottom line. Julie, well, isn't I mean, it that hard to become... there is a become... question at some point, but go ahead. We'll talk about that. Well, you know, it's true that it takes more concentration, more automation, systematization, and skill level to generate consistent leads yourself. It just does. I mean, anybody, you can roll out of bed with your real estate license today and go sign up with whatever we're calling them now, Trezilia or something. We, <laughs> anybody can do that, okay? Anyone can do that. There's no skill involved. And, you know, one of the common things that I hear is, yeah, you know, sure, you might get a bunch of leads, but how many are converting? And, and what defines a, quote, lead anyway? You could crack up, open the phone book and call everybody a lead. What is your ability to pre-qualify, your ability to present? I mean, a lot of these agents, they're not sure even what questions to ask. So, yes, it takes more skill, but ultimately generating your own leads, I mean, you have to first know where leads come from. It, you know, it takes more effort. 
Now, here's the difference, though. I think a lot of agents, that it takes a lot more effort than it actually does because they've never done it before. It's kind of a fear of the unknown type of scenario, I believe. I agree. And you know what? When you join the brokerage uh, and you are hearing from your broker, we'll go buy leads, you think, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to go buy leads. And so you, then what happens? You whip out your credit card number and you start spending three to $500 a month on these buyer leads. How many months do you continue to pay that and before you realize that it doesn't work? Oh, I know the answer to that. Six to 12 months. Why? Because they make you sign a contract. So you guys right. are thinking that the only way for you to build your businesses you know, again, new agents and seasoned agents are making the same exact mistake, is buying buyer leads. Please get this in your head. Buying buyer leads is not a future. Buying buyer leads, that whole model, is a bubble. There are too many people right now that are selling you guys buyer leads. And at the end of the day, those of you who have bought buyer leads before, what has happened over the past seven years is because there's so many different people selling buyer leads now, oftentimes you're buying the same buyer lead from three or four different sources. How many of you have subscribed to, say, Zillow and Trulia and realizing that half of your leads are the exact same people? You paid for them twice, and you wonder why the heck your real estate business isn't growing. You wonder why the heck you listen to our radio show every day, and you hear us talk about the fact that we're in the early throes of what's going to be the greatest real estate boom of probably all of our lifetimes, and yet so many of you are saying, where's my piece of it? Why am I not being more successful? It's because you are trying to build your business off buying bar leads. It'll never work. Hey, look, guys, buyers are a necessary part of the transaction. They're half the deals, right? So the reality of it is, is if you want buyers, great, but you've got to learn how to be a listing agent. Don't be so convinced that you can't do it. We coach agents how to be listing agents. It is easy to show someone how to work a buyer. There's really nothing to it. There's a few steps and procedures and tweaks and whatnot, but for the most part, it's the low-skilled end of the business. If you want to be successful, learn how to be a listing agent. Now, I'm going to throw this out there, and I don't think we have time to talk about it today. My greatest fear, and I mean that with all sincerity, for all of you guys who are listing agents, is that you have let this happen. You've let the fox in the hen house, and you are now going to fall prey, and, and essentially you're going to end up having to buy your listing leads from Zillow and Trulia. And I'm going to foreshadow that for you a little bit. On tomorrow's radio show, I'm going to give you an exact prediction about what's going to happen next after this merger, which probably won't be completed until next year. What's going to happen next? The buying buyer leads trend is going to start dying off. The new trend is going to be buying seller leads. The buying seller leads is more insidious than buying the buyer leads. Why? Because you guys are going to have to start paying 40% referral fees on the transactions you would have gotten. You know the neighbor that you sold a house to? You know the, the, the friend of yours down the street? The people you know that you've sold real estate to their family for the past 20 years? Well, guess what? You're going to have to start paying for that business if the folks go through Zillow or Trulia to get to you. That is coming your way right now. How is that going to happen? I'm going to tell you exactly how it's going to happen, what to look out for, and what to fight against. This is going to happen in your marketplace. It's the next natural move for Zillow and Trulia or Zillia or whatever it's going to be called. It's the next natural thing for them to get into. Be prepared for it. So not only are they going to try to sell you your buyer leads, your buyer leads, they're now going to try to sell you the listing leads. They're going to be on both ends of the transaction. And if you guys sit back and let it happen, 
And if you guys don't do anything about it, well, guess what? You deserve to lose 40% of your revenue because you're listening to this radio show now. You're going to let thousands of you listen to it and replay. It's the most widely listened to radio show of its type on the you know, Internet, and it's listened to by tens of thousands of realtors every single month and every single year. So we're warning all of you. This is what's going to happen. Again, listing agents, you've been able to sit back and sort of have your feet up on the table and say, you know what? Let these buyer agents struggle for these buyer leads. I'm double-ending my listings. I'm doing this pocket listing thing. I'm just sitting back and basically collecting more listings, able to double it. You know, you guys have been in a great position so far, and you've earned that right because you've learned how to be listing agents or you're learning how to be a great listing agent. But what's going to happen next is going to threaten even that into the business because of the fact that you stand to lose 40% of your revenue off every listing side. So imagine this world if we choose to allow it to happen. When you take a listing, you're going to be on a 60-40 split with Zillow. That's how it's going to work, in essence, because you're going to pay 40% of your referral fee to them. This is my theory, but I can't see any reason why this won't happen. Oh, you want to go work buyers? No problem. Oh, guess what? You have to buy your buyer leads. Because we as an industry allowed this to happen, we're going to have to pay for most of the business that we would have gotten anyway from our own work, the things that have traditionally worked. So tomorrow, we're going to tell you exactly what's going to happen on the listing end of things, step-by-step and what you can do to be prepared. And then on Wednesday, if we don't cover all of our points tomorrow, we're going to give you guys what has to be the call to action for our industry, what has to happen for this to stop. And, you know, if you don't care, which I think is none of you or you wouldn't be listening to Julie and I on this radio show every day, but if you don't care, tune out. It's not for you. If you don't give a hoot about our industry, if you don't care about the literally millions of small business owners out there that are realtors, because you guys are business owners, and you're just in it to make your you know, $30,000 a year, go to Disney World and whatnot, then you know what? Maybe, this, maybe you don't care. Maybe you're just a taker and you don't give a hoot about our industry. Tune out. But for the rest of you, you've got to be paying attention to what's happening, because like I said, this merger is massively significant for our industry. And it's just the start. There are going to be lots more of these types of mergers that are happening over the next probably 6 to 12 months because they have to happen. Because Zillow, for example, has to keep growing. It has to keep adding revenue. It has to keep on telling the story about growth so its stock continues to go up, so its founders continue to get wealthier and wealthier. And as an industry, if we allow it to happen, if we allow our work product to be co-opted by outsiders, then we deserve to fail. So this is a call out for all of you as realtors, especially listing agents. This is a call out for the National Association of Realtors. And mostly this is a call out to Move.com, who controls Realtor.com. It's time that we go to battle. We have been sitting aside the road watching all this happen. And I realize there's been lots of political reasons why Move.com has not been more aggressive with Realtor.com. But that has to end. If it doesn't, 12 months from now, 18 months from now, the whole industry, the whole viability of many of your businesses is going to evaporate. You cannot hide your head in in the sand anymore just because you're a listing agent and you've been watching all this happen to buyer's agents. It's going to affect you. So we're going to talk about that on tomorrow's radio show and probably Wednesday's radio show. Guys, please pay attention. This matters. You know, this matters more, more than probably anything else that we're going to talk about this entire year in the real estate ma- uh, business, in the real estate industry. This is what makes the difference. Please pay attention. We're going to be talking with you more about this tomorrow and the following day. Send this 
radio show link to every single agent you know. Get them to listen to the next three radio shows so we can be prepared as an industry and we can fight back finally. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.